Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya. Dr. Smith. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, my God. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy we New are, Year. We are back. We are back. And those of you who are listening to us, if you hear me sounding all extra, it's because we're also on YouTube now. So yep. there's a video going right now. And um, I haven't discussed this with my co-host yet, but I believe we're going to have a way where if you want to join us by video during these pre-recorders, he's looking at me now like, what? Okay. I'll talk to him in, that, in our business meeting, but I, I got an idea. So you guys, those of you who have special privileges um, would be able to come on in the room with us while we do these pre-recordings. But welcome back. This is our first episode in 2021. Yep. Oh my God. 2021. We're wow. here. Wow. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> we are here. And um, I guess by the time this airs, we're recording this a couple days after. I don't even know what you want to call that. I don't even know what. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just, yeah, just, uh, just a show of ugliness. But, yeah, but it was to me just a show of who we are. <laughs> like, yeah. that's true. It's just anyway, but the capital writing, um, we're we're just a couple days, we're recording this a couple days after that. So we we hope that all our DMV family, I know Will, you're in the DMV. I don't know if you've gotten into the city down into DC at all. I, 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 I haven't would imagine not. House. I was gonna say <laughs> Since, uh, you know, I, I I barely step out the house. Um, I'm ordering groceries in, so I don't even go out to the store. I was going to say, so. he don't even go and yeah. pick up a leaf in his yard. So, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I listen. I'm in Chicago, but um, I'm in the burbs. So I do go for a walk. I try to get outside. And the weather's actually been pretty good in Chicago, so... But yeah, so I just hope everybody is safe. And by the time we yep. listen to this, who knows what will jump off? I know that you know Trump is definitely, you know, he ain't got he he's he's fighting for his life, so he is gonna burn it down, burn it down. What does he have to lose? That's yeah, that's yeah. where he's at. Yeah, We're just keeping our fingers crossed out here. So. Yeah, but just stay, everybody, stay grounded. I'm just telling yep. everyone, please do whatever it takes to allow you to feel safe and um grounded and connected to source and to your family to people you love um that's that's really honestly what's going to make this all right not not what's externally happening right now so yep keep your visions of the future that's all you gotta focus on Yeah. yeah so we're in a new year and it's just you and I today, and we are now on YouTube. If you guys want to find us on YouTube, um, we'll have in the show notes the link. You should be able to see it. Um, I I believe if you search 3MB podcast, 
Um, you should be able to find us on YouTube. And this is episode 156. So 156. we'll have it labeled. Yeah. So make sure you're, we're, we're really wanting to, we're expanding, growing. It's really exciting. We've already done some pre-recordings of some guests that are coming up and we got some goodies. Some yep. goodies. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to, to, to listening back to those and also the ones you got coming up too. So yeah, I, I got some I good saw, ones coming up. Saw the calendar. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bandzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team, not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month. And includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code Making Money Pod to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, Making Money Pod to get 15% off the first year. Yeah, we got some good ones coming up too. So, all right, but it's just Will and I today, and we do have kind of a new year, you know, kind of get people, get their brains moving as we're starting this 2021. But before we do that, Will has a music tip. Well, pretty much the whole show is a music tip. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It but is. this this tip is um is basically uh Nam, and I think uh you you might hear it again in one of our upcoming podcasts because I was uh introducing it. But um what the Nam show uh is coming up, it usually happens every uh January, and yeah. it's a National Association of Music Merchants, and it's basically a place where uh, they get to showcase their new software, the new in- hardware instruments, and uh, it's a it's an awesome event that a lot of musicians love going to. And unfortunately, because of COVID, it's not going to be physical this year. Uh, so it's going to be online. So they're going to have a bunch of um, online activities, uh, you know, conferences, whatever, and yeah. uh, and talks. So that's going to be part of the situation. Um, for January, let's get you the dates. It is January 18th through the 22nd. Yeah. And uh, we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. But it's at a, a TV, And of course, they're going to be breakout sessions and demonstrations. So that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I've never gone to NAM, but um, I know all so many musicians who go and just speak so, so highly of it. And so we'll yep. see kind of how this virtual landscape treats it. Um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, 
We'll see. But thank you. Which kind of brings us, you know, <clears throat> here we are. I wish I could say, and now the venues are open and now everybody can go travel and everybody can go. Yeah. But that is not where we are. Um, and quite frankly, we're, we're probably not going to really, I don't know, in my opinion, be in that. I don't, I don't see things going back in. <laughs> I don't see that we will recreate what we had. I, I do think that whatever is to come is going to look different. Yeah. Um, because we have now conditioned our audience to receive music in a, in a bit of a different way. Mm -hmm. um, so getting them deconditioned or to get them back, you know, again, it's, it's going to be a little bit different. But um, that's what kind of brings us today is like, where are we at? What are some of the current yeah. events? What are some of the things that are, you know, impacting uh, so there's a lot of stuff and there's no way we can spend our little 30 minutes um, being able to cover all of that. But Will has something that he wants to kind of bring up and get and, and let people become more aware of what a lot of artists um, are doing um, and how you as a listener audience can prepare yourself. And then I'm going to talk more about another thing of, and how COVID literally is of impacting singers. So, um, yeah. So, Will. Well, yeah, it's basically current events. Like, uh, like yeah. I wanted to talk earlier. I wanted to um, bring everybody up up to speed with what's been happening, because in the industry, uh, it's it's good to see how other artists uh, react, or you know, or pro proact, be proactive on certain things, and you can sort of mimic and sort of prepare yourself for your business of what you what you can do or what you what you're going to do. And so all of these major artists, um, I'm talking major artists, uh, who you would never ever think would um consider selling their music are selling their music. <laughs> so um they're selling their their masters um and you know their rights uh, to royalties, future royalties to major companies like Universal and then even to some investor companies. Uh, so um, I'm sure some of you already heard within the, uh, the music community of um, Lil Wayne selling his, mm -hmm. his uh, catalog. Mm -hmm. And in his catalog was Drake's and uh, Nicki Minaj's catalog. Mm. So he sold that catalog for $100 million. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now... <laughs> <laughs> I, I got some thoughts oh, on that. Oh boy! <laughs> so I I think he could have gone I, way higher. Yeah, but, the, you know, good grief. But anyway, go okay. So Hundred million, to, and I know that feels a lot, but go it, ahead. It, it yes. feels like a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, and I'm gonna break this down for you all in a minute. Um, also, Taylor Swift sold the first mm -hmm. her first six albums. I think mm -hmm. uh, the rights to her first six albums. Mm -hmm. um and bob dylan mm -hmm. sold his entire catalog entire catalog this is bob dylan <laughs> <laughs> so now i will say okay so i have some he, he has a going. nobel prize for <laughs> lyrics <laughs> so he I sold know. what his did he sell entire his for? Do you know what it, do you know for what 600 that million 600 million yeah you know that's that's, that's a little bit more than half a billion so I can dig it. So, so, but. so this is my thing. I, I don't think like, you know, 
the future of music is so sketchy in terms of business right now. And the current state, you know, you have to understand, you know, people are used to making that, those level of artists are used to making hand over fist levels of money. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, Bob Dylan, if he just does one show, you know, or one little tour, you know, he pretty much pays for like a decade of his life. Yep. He's also getting up in age. Um, I get that. I think though, one of the things that's triggering, the first thing that triggered in my mind is, you know, if you, not so much Bob Dylan, but definitely Lil Wayne and stuff, um, trendy music, right? Right. So how is, is that music, and even Taylor Swift, very, very trendy, trendy. It wasn't classic. Bob Dylan stuff is classic. Right. But there's another thing going on there because of his age. And right. I'm, I'm certain the way that his estate is going to be handled, trust, that mm-hmm. money ain't just going to be sitting in his bank. Okay. That money is right. going to be investing right. and, and turning itself over triple time, right. which hopefully that's what Taylor Swift and Lil Wayne are also doing is that while yes, that amount might seem on the lower end for Lil Wayne, but if he's being smart and I pray that he's got the right kind of legal team it can be reinvested in a way that could potentially grow itself at a faster, yeah. in a faster and more impactful way. But the the thing that, um, and I'm sure they're getting good counsel on this. So, so some of them are, um, but I don't know. I doubt about little Wayne's counsel. Cause that, that was not a good <laughs> move. Cause that's, you're talking, um, you know, some, some hits that, that Drake and Minaj had and, you know, Lil Wayne, you know, it's, it's not classic in a sense, but at some point you won't ever know the value of your, your music because situations happen, commercials change up. I mean, there's, there's so many opportunities down the road that you can't even fathom for yeah, your music. No, you're right. You're right. And, and the yeah. Beatles catalog <laughs> has definitely, you know, generated millions for people uh, over mm-hmm. the years. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's that's just the, the thing. You don't ever know what your catalog's worth. So right. uh, if you're still pulling royalties in, um, you know, it's a good idea to at least keep your catalog. Or I like Taylor Swift's move, um, how she basically sold part of her catalog, but not the whole right. thing. Right. Um, it makes, you know, just that makes a little bit more sense. Right. But, you know, that's 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 the thing. So the, the things I want you all to think about with this situation is, um, how it relates to you all at this point, of course, I don't have a catalog worth a hundred million. So, <laughs> you know, hopefully it will be, but you know, for us uh, who are on a certain level, different tier, um, the key is to keep writing, keep developing uh, your catalog, but also organize it and have it ready. It's, this is yeah. your business. So when you, if you ever get to that point, you'll have the opportunity to actually, you know, sell it with some value. So it's like yeah. the if you're going to buy a house, you're not going to buy the house that's run down. You're going to buy the house that's been staged, that looks mm-hmm. nice. They've they've done all the plumbing work, electrical and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. you want to do that to your music. You want to make sure your music is all taken care of. You got your metadata, you got your, you know, your copyrights, everything is in in a folder that's organized. Right. right. So that's that's right. the I think that's part of the lesson for us, but also to keep building your catalog, you know, cause it has, it has value. And at some yeah. point it might have a, a huge value. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you're someone, if you're listening right now and you, you know, haven't really 
gotten into the writing side of things and I'm just feeling a little lost with that. I, I say this all the time. It is, it, I, it, it just behooves you to learn how to write and to, to, to be able to, even if it's just, even if you're collaborating with other writers, um, having the ability to write and have ownership over your music is just really critical. So, you know, during this time of, you know, development, reflection or what have you, and, and those of you who are afraid, maybe what you write, you don't think is good enough. That's not, no, this is the time to, you know, really begin to take yourself seriously mm -hmm. um, and not wait for, you know, the Instagram likes or the Facebook shares to decide if that song was worth you actually getting it properly registered, co properly copyrighted, properly done. Um, because like we'll say, you know, you never know. I mean, I, it's funny. I, I, I have a version of lovely day that I do now. I didn't write lovely day, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, but the version that I do, I rearranged it. And of course that's just, that was just me having fun. I don't get, all I get is performance on that. You know, mm -hmm. I can't, you know, people, stream it or whatever right, but right. i've had a couple artists do my rearrangement and it's like wow yeah. like so you just you never know you know what what's gonna pick up so you just really want to be able which is another reason why I don't just do covers either you know that's what right. kind of got me away from like okay i can't you know just do covers i gotta make sure i do some original stuff because people may really feel that as well one way to think about it is um well, actually, two ways to think about it. So you're looking for Instagram likes now, but imagine <laughs> your Instagram likes in the future if that song is a hit. Right. And right. the other thing is, think of each song that you write as a lottery ticket. Okay. That will pay I like out. That will. It, it will pay out because at some point it's going to pay something. It may be three dollars, yeah. but yeah. one of them might be that hundred million dollar yeah big big jackpot so right. but they're all going to pay out that's the thing they're all going to give the thing. you something right they're going to give you something and like you said even if it's you know it's like oh this is i'm only getting what but you know understand that this music never goes away like once you create never. a song and it's it's just there like for your and think about your your own legacy, your own family, which is another reason why I was kind of thinking about Lil Wayne is probably, he's probably also doing this in terms of legacy work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, who knows? Who knows? I don't know, but um, hopefully he, you know, I mean, he's at the level that he absolutely should have, you know, proper counsel, but you know, those of, those of you who, you know, watch Unsung and these shows and you listen to even our guests talk about how miseducated we are on the business. Right. Um, this is another reason why you just really, I cannot urge, you know, keep yourself attuned whether or not you're being active or not. But if music is kind of this space that you understand the business, because it, it does not work the way that you intuitively. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely not intuitive. No. Uh, yeah. if, if he took that money and, and bought some Bitcoin, he did very well. Right. So you never know. You, <laughs> you never, never know. know. They're not going to put that on the media he knew. right now. Yeah. I was like, they, they're not going to put that on the media. All right. Well, great. Well, one of, one of my, I guess the current event, you know, obviously COVID is, it's here and it sounds like, you know, we're slowly getting the vaccine out. Um, but those of you who have had COVID yourself, particularly if you are a singer or a wind instrument musician, 
that involves you. Yep. That would be you, Will. Um, that basically involves you having to use your lungs. Okay. To, to use your lungs. The, the lung factor is what this becomes. Um, COVID, obviously, if you haven't paid attention, um, it, it attacks, it gets very aggressive on the respiratory system. Um, and so what is starting to happen is those people who maybe even had a mild case, maybe were not necessarily hospitalized, but of course, those who were hospitalized and had to be treated and so forth, um, they are finding, you know, the post symptoms and the post effects of people with COVID. And there, you know, there's a, there's a lot there. And there's, if you start to research and Google that, you're going to start seeing, they're starting to get people with complaints, residual things that have happened as a result. But one of the big things that's impacting, um, that's not, it's, it's going to slowly probably come out, but it's starting to come out in the, in the singing community is the impact of COVID on now being able to sing post COVID. Um, yeah. having, if you, if you were actually, um, if you actually had the, the disease, um, and so, you know, I'm not going to get into all the science of it, but, you know, more or less, you know, and this, this, anytime your body has any kind of incident or trauma to it, it, it starts to heal itself, but it can form scar tissue. It can form, it forms, you know, these other things to protect you that could actually though cause harm in other ways. And so the lung capacity, the ability for the lungs to, you know, to be able to really get that full volume in and, you know, take in all the air and then blow it out and sustain it and have the stamina and the endurance. That is where singers and wind um, instrument musicians are, are a little bit on a struggle bus. They're feeling it. And so that means if you are in this category and you had COVID, even if you did not have COVID, you want to understand then what do you do, right? What do you do? Do you just say, oh, well, I can't sing no more. I can't blow no more. No, no. That just means that you have to retrain um, your body differently. Um, and a lot of people were singing wrong anyway. anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so what's happened to a lot of the singing community, at least, because as an instrument player, you're forced. You can't, it's not like you can go in and pull in your neck muscle and then some air come out. Like that's not... Although there could be some compensation where you could probably do it a little bit more um, with, with not as much effort. But oh, as, we have we have the benefit of being able to circular breathe. Right. So it, right. if you learn how to do that, then, you know, you can compensate for the lack of lung capacity. Right. But right. yeah, I, I learned that like many years ago. Uh, of course, it was during the whole Kenny G thing when he held the lung. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, breathing. How do we but, do that? Yeah, singers can't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> singers can't do that. So Singers can't do that. Uh, but there are ways to train um, our diaphragm and to um, really utilize the capacity of our lungs in a way. Because really singing, most people are singing from their throats. A lot of people sing. When we say sing wrong, it's because you're using, you know, this whole throat mechanism and you'll see people, you know, using their mouth and using their muscles and tensing all up. When in fact, the breath is how the vocal cords, if, once air hits it, that's what actually allows it to do the beautiful tones, the beautiful sounds, the, the, the sustenance, all of that is usually, it's, it's really actually dependent on breath. Um, and so if you use a whole bunch of muscles and constricting down on the larynx, it right. now has to fight against that to get the thing it wants out. And that's what a lot of people do because instinctually you feel like you should be, you know, it's, it's your throat. You feel like, you know, it's in your throat. Oh, my throat's sore. Oh, I better go suck on this. I got to drink some lemon. 
that don't have nothing. Honestly, that doesn't have nothing. That has nothing to do with your lungs. In fact, if it did, you would you would die because that would be like drowning, right? <laughs> so that's one of the things I know. We had Lindia Johnson, who I'm going to mention more in just a moment. You have an esophagus, and then you have the trachea, and so the esophagus has nothing to do with your vocal cords at all. That's why there are two tubes, so that, so that food, water, all these things can go down to your stomach. And so the air, it's only air that's responsible with the trachea. And that's where your actual vocal cords are and larynx are. So when you think, oh, I can't, I can't drink, I can't drink this. I can't, it re- just understand that that's not a literal direct. Now, hydration is important for your body. And so that's what's going to help you. But anyway, what ends up happening is people think that, oh, if I just drink some tea, but still sing wrong, I'll be better. No, that's not it. You got to learn how to sing right. And so what's happening, people like Lindia, other um, vocal coaches that have training in the physiology of the vocal um, core, you know, of the vocal life, they are coming together along with Music Cares, which is sponsored by Grammys, to do a three-part series on web series on how do we address this? And one, what is happening? What's, what's really happening with this? What are the risks? All of that. Then two, kind of going over what you can do So I know I was working with an artist who she did have COVID and she said she's been struggling more to, to, to sing. And um, so if you know that you have had COVID or if you are curious to know what would happen, um, I don't, I have, I'm going to see if I can provide a link in our show notes. I was telling Will, I'm not sure if this is only open to Grammy members. I don't believe it is. I think it is. I think it is open to the public, public. to to the music community. Um, I do believe it is free as well. It is going to begin um, on January 12th. And I have to look up, I'll put it in the show notes though. I, 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 I know it's 2 p.m., but I can't remember what time zone. So I have to look and see what time zone that is. It could be central, it could be Eastern, it could be, I don't know. But it is definitely on the 12th. That's the first part. And um, I'll try to see if, if, if I can hyperlink it. Um, if you, if, if for some reason I can't do that, I'll try to put in the show notes. I know that with Lindia, her website, you should be able to get some information by clicking onto that or to music cares because, um, all of that, they should be able to direct you for that. So ah, just understand that COVID is not just, you know, a thing that's making us not be able to work in terms of gigs. It could literally, you know, I, 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 I have, it has definitely, I know several people now at this point who have had COVID. Right. Um, thankfully, the majority, you know, have survived, but I do know people who did not. So um, it's serious. It's not a joke. Um, we'll do another podcast on, I can maybe ask you, well, what do you think about the vaccine? Oh, the, the vaccine? vaccine? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, uh, it's it, look, it's, it's important to have it because, you know, all of the, the, um, the benefits of it are, are, are important because in order, in order, you know, it doesn't matter if it, the side effects are really bad. Uh, okay. They're not any worse than death. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> you right. know, so at, at the end of the day, if it helps to keep, keep people alive, it helps to, you know, to help build, rebuild our, our, our life and our, you know, society, then, you know, whatever we can do to do that, then let's, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm about ninety five percent with you on that. I, I am. I, I I have some ethical. You know, you know, you know me. I got conspiracy stuff sometimes. Yeah, and I know you. That's all. Uh, but yeah. I but I totally agree with you. You're not going to grow another leg. You're not going to pass out and be. Yeah. That's not. You know, the side effects that I have heard from you know many many people at this point because I have you know healthcare is another side of my life. Um, have been quite minimal. Um, there are two dosages, so I haven't talked to as many people who've had the second dose yet, mm-hmm. which I do, but I, I do understand the second dose does cause even more <coughs> um, symptoms. It can. Symptoms, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but no, yeah. I agree with you. I think that I don't, don't think that people need to think that, and now we'll be back how life was. I think that's yeah. the part. Yeah, no, no. It's yeah. just we're 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 a long way away from We that are not there, right? This is yeah. you know, um this will hopefully allow us to get to some level of 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 neutral so that we can now start you know, really moving forward in the way that this shift has now caused. But yeah. Okay. So those are our those are kind of the two big things we wanted to talk about. Obviously, there's a, like we said, there's a lot of current events happening right now. Well, you know, we throughout our season, obviously, I'm sure there will be much more for us to report on. Um, you know, with that, but let me let me add uh, the mm-hmm. the um, the breathing thing. I just wanted to add one thing that I forgot sure. to to mention while you were talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, I've been doing, I guess, for the past several months now. Uh, uh, just a little bit. Now, I'm not going whole hog on it because it, it's an in-depth thing. But okay. uh, some of y'all might have heard of Wim Hof. And mm-hmm. if you haven't heard of him, he's like the, call him the Iceman or whatever. But he's uh, been, been reported, well, not reported. They, they've shown all the results of what he's done with his body. Um, he has, okay. he's basically practicing the, the Tibetan breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know the Tibetan monks where mm-hmm. they're in the the Himalayas or you know mm-hmm. the mountains in freezing yeah. temperatures, right? Uh, and high altitudes, keep, which keeping impacts. their at high altitudes and right. keeping their body temperature consistent. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that. He's been in ice baths for like an hour, like an ice wall in ice, and he's been able to keep his core temperature. Consistent, 98.6 stable, stable consistent and he d- does it through breathing and through other tech techniques um now i've done the cold <laughs> shower bit uh, it, okay. it actually does help it actually yeah. I, I actually feel some differences but the uh the breathing part is what i feel is important for singers and for musicians mm-hmm. um he has free breathing stuff apps whatever uh, the, and on youtube that's what i do mm-hmm. it's like an eight minute things real quick but mm-hmm. I think that little exercise will actually help your lung strength because um, yeah. it's teaching you how to hold your lungs. So the other piece that he does, he holds his breath for mm-hmm. like ridiculous amounts of time. Yeah, yeah. And pr- practicing doing that can build your lung strength. So I think Absolutely. that's something that, you, that people should check out. No, you, and beyond just as a singer, I mean, that's just in general for good health. Um, you know, breath is the connection between life and death. Yes. That's what actually allows when they determine you dead or alive, not the brain, yep. believe it or not, the brain can be kind of completely gone and you still, but the, it's the breath yep. and it's the ability of the breath to sustain on its own. So without ventilators, without these things, that's how you determine someone's alive or, or, or dead. And so it, it's a, it's a, it's a really, really, it's profound then in terms of how critical breath is to our livelihood into our right. physiology and into, you know, hydration and breath. 
oxygen, water. You know, these are the things that really, so yeah, even beyond being a singer, it's just a good practice. Um, you know, swimmers, people who are really, yep. really strong swimmers, you know, their ability, I mean, they're going, they're doing those laps back and forth. They're not getting out of the, I mean, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't put their head up until they get to the end. They're, right, you right. Know, they're, most of those things, they're just swimming underwater, going, it's going, breath going, control. going. Yeah. Right. It's a breath control situation. And they have to learn how to activate muscles while controlling the breath, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so breathing is a really, yeah, no, it's a fundamental thing. That sounds so good. Check that and out. and medit- mean, you, meditation yeah. can add to that too, to really that's, focus that's, on the breath. Yeah. That's, that's part of the deal too. And, it, and a lot right. of things it's, it, the exercise too, it brings oxygen into your, your system. It really Absolutely. oxygenates you. Um, right. There's, there's video of people actually uh, laughing because they have so much oxygen in their body. Um, yeah. During, it's during probably, yeah, exercises. a weird little bit of a high. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very mm. nice. All right, we're about to wrap up, but before we wrap up, we I said I wanted to do a we called it what did we decide to call we call it a pump, pumped up or PO or PO'd something that's going on with our current even though there's a lot to be PO'd about, but I'm talking <laughs> about specific in music. Right. Anything that has pumped you up, Will, or PO'd you? <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> um in music, um, Just anything going on that, that you maybe saw, even if it was a song, anything, just so we can well, spread a little bit of positive or oh, maybe keep people aware of what to maybe yeah. stay away from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm always pumped up on uh, music. I mean, music really is, is, is the high. It is but, the high. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I, I was, um, so one of the things, that um, I'm, I've been getting my classes together and I'm teaching uh, winter classes. Um, and it's basically uh, a lot of music history. I got jazz history, pop music mm-hmm. history, music of the African diaspora. But one thing um, that I guess, it, and, and it's, this is sort of past, it's like back in the, not back in the day, but uh, <laughs> the 90s. Oh, that's back 2000s. in the day, baby. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, it is back in the day. Yeah, we is no, back that, in the day. Probably around 2000. <laughs> or so. Yeah, okay. well, 20 years ago. That's still okay. 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but one thing that was, was heartening, because <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm t- teaching that class on the uh, the African diaspora, and there was a uh, an artist by the name of Kanda Bongo Man who mm. uh, was out of uh, the DRC, Democratic Republic of the Congo, and he had um, when the Congo basically, you know, shut down and mm-hmm. they weren't even letting people out. And he he was able to get out and he was the musical ambassador, basically the Bob Marley of yeah. the Congo um, yeah. going all around the world. He couldn't go back home, but yeah. he was going all around the world promoting uh, the music. And it was just I was just watching some videos and documentaries and things. And it was just heartening to see how uh, people supported him and his own, the, the, the immigrant community supported him. But he's like driving around in this, you know, uh, in a, in a, what is it, a, a van with a, yeah. a, a U-Haul in the back. And he's like the premier artist of the Congo, you know, just trucking wow. it like any indie artist. Right. But, you know, <laughs> but, he, but he's making big stages. Like he, yeah. he went all around the world and promoted mm. the music and that's how the mute sukus music mm. if any of you are familiar with sukus music it's it became popular basically through his efforts 
And so that that yeah. sort of pumped me up that you, know, you, can, you can make a difference with your music. Absolutely. Even if it's a, I was just listening to someone, even if it's an audience of one, mm-hmm. you know, don't, don't always just wait for the hype hype, but yeah. that's a nice pump you up. Very nice. I wish I had a pumped me up. No, I have a lot of pumps up, but I, I did have a slight PO. I had a slight, I attended during this, I think it was right before Christmas, um, an online workshop and I'm not going to name the name of it because I don't want to disrespect. I, I, I'm, I, I think that people are taking efforts to educate musicians right now and develop artists is commendable. So I don't know disrespect. So I'm not going to name names, but there, there was a topic that really troubled me because they were really promoting, the, the person presenting was really promoting not anything to do with artist development to me. Um, and, the, and, the, and the thing was, this whole workshop was called like artist development. Um, and they were talking about how, you know, you need to be pumping out anywhere between, you know, 52 to to a hundred songs a year, your budget should be $2,500, you know, up to $2,500 a week on, you know, social media ads, you know, one person was gloating. Yeah. I, I, I did four songs on Thanksgiving day. Boom. I just, and, and I know for a fact, that's not that has nothing to do with artist development. Now that right. might be some business, you know, we scheme and we got it. We, we rolling. Yes. Um, but what, what troubled me is, you know, a lot of the people in this audience are like, who's in our audience who are, you know, developing people who are just beginning this process or maybe have begun it, but by no means have budgets that <laughs> could you know, do up to $2,500 a week or a month or even a year of doing, you know, social media ads. And it just seemed to me they were perpetuating the very thing that's causing, I think, the music industry to, to, to be myopic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And not yeah. talking about how you develop your craft, not talking about, you know, as an independent artist, you actually have control of your time. You don't need to feel like you've got to rush and be this and have every ad and have this and hurry up and get this many thousands of dollars per month. Because a lot of, you know, there are, it's particularly in hip hop and rap because that's, these are the genres of music that their audience are heavy streamers. So they are making five and six figure a month, you know, revenue. Um, But it's a very, very specific formula. And it's not one that includes artistry. I promise you, not at all. It's one that is a business, marketing, almost scheme. Um, but that's where music to me in a lot of ways is going. And so it PO'd me and it, it really made me mm. kind of think about what's, what's the future of jazz, R&B and soul for real. I don't want to, I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. There are tons of jazz, R&B and soul artists out here that have amazing music. But when I say future is what platform are we going to be able to do this to create enough revenue to continue to do this? Because when you have schemes like that, it's very difficult to compete with that. Um, And so it it did appeal me. I think that we're going to have to have an episode later this season to really talk about the future of these, these, these special genres that really are the base of so much of other music, you know, Black music, period. Um, you know, I just, I told, I said this <laughs> to Will, I think I might have alluded to it in one of our other pre-recorded mm-hmm. interviews about feeling 
almost a sense of prostitution as, as artists, you know, we're giving, 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 um, but we're not getting like, you know, it's like what, what, what we're kind of giving away. And then what you just said uh, as your current trend of selling, you know, things for a hundred million dollars that could be worth so much more potentially. Um, so we, I don't know. I, and I don't have the answer. It's just a PO, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, but I do, I will say this, that I don't want artists to feel discouraged because we're so needed right now. Oh my God. Artists are so needed. We just have been artists. Our culture has been, it has been conditioned to not value artistry of what it, of what it really is, but what the, what the culture really needs right now, what it actually really needs is the beauty and the substance, the substance of the sustenance. That's what I want of, of artistry. We need that. We need the escapes. We need the connection. um, You know, we, the answer to your, your, your PO-ness is in one of our pre-recorded sessions that y'all will hear coming yeah. up with uh, one of yeah. the artists we interviewed. Um, and it just underscores the the fact that your music will be received in the right place. Exactly. And at the right time. At the right time. And so just keep making it. Yeah. And just so don't, don't get caught up in the formula, I guess is the point. And, and you'll hear this from our upcoming guests. And we say this even in our previous guests, you know, it's about, it's about, you as the artist and the passion, that's ultimately where you will not have scarcity, where you'll have a lot right. of abundance. So, so I, I mean, I wasn't, I was PO just listening to it because I wanted to jump in and right, be like, right, wait right. a minute. But I, yeah. I, you know, it, it, well, it just I, inc- it's, it's, it's the, the protective mother in you that yeah. they're spitting out this information to people that will probably go and act on it and mess themselves. Yeah, exactly. I, I dig that. That's yeah. what it is. So, all right. Well, that is good. We're at our 40 minute mark. I got my little timestamp, but I want to make sure we still stay considerate to our, yep. our time. I do want to say there's just, you know, we have a new playlist on Spotify. We have a new playlist. We have a new playlist. And I've wanted to do this for a long time because we've had so many wonderful artists. And so basically every artist, we have over 50 songs, over 50 artists of music that's on this playlist. And it's all people that we have interviewed. All people that we've interviewed. And Kenya's on it. I'm on it. And Will is on it. Will is on it too. So our music (laughs) is on it. And so please, if you just check out, um, you can search. I don't know if I put the link in the show notes, but it's 3MB Podcast Artist Spotlight. Um, Listen while you work. Listen while you drive. Listen while you clean. Listen while you chill and breathe and meditate. Really, there's a a type of song from, from... house music to jazz to I, I don't know what genres are you know just really beautiful I've been listening to it pretty much every day just because I like to be a DJ and make sure what I put mm-hmm. together makes sense I'm the curator yes <laughs> um, of it and it's so we want you to guys that's a way to support the artist um, as well is just by streaming and, and liking and, and subscribing to uh, the playlist yep awesome alright alright that's well, it this is it. This is it for the beginning, but we've got such goodies coming up. So you guys make sure you stay tuned and continue to uh, share with other artists and friends and family and all that. And, and make sure, you know, give us some reviews and definitely subscribe to our YouTube so that you can exactly. keep watching us. Keep watching. All righty. We'll see Alrighty. you all next week. You guys take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. 